The Shochnar spends significant time discussing how to properly make tzitzis. So we'll spend a few minutes on this based on the Chayodam, and we will try to give you the highlights of the process of making tzitzis and what we need to know halachalamaisa. Just a disclaimer, you know, as someone who works in Kashros, I like to see how things are done before I discuss it, publicly at least. Uh, when it comes to tzitzis, I was never at a, at a tzitzis factory. My my uh, content for this year is based on a few svarim, some books, some Google searches, and some product labels. If I am uh, misinformed on anything, please let me know. This is my understanding. This is my assumption of how the tzitzis industry works. So when you make tzitzis, there are different stages How uh, when you're processing wool. Our tzitzis strings, as we mentioned in yesterday's share, is typically made of wool. So first you have the, the your geysers, you shear it, Libun, you bleach it. You have the niputz. The niputz is really cleaning the wool or combing it. The correct term in the industry is called carding. By carding the wood, that's niputz. You have tviya. Tviya is the spitting of the wool. Shazira would be the plying of it to uh, double the strands over and entwining them to make a thicker strands. So that's called shazira. And that's how you make... That's all in the factory that actually produces the wool strings. And then... At a later stage, when you have the baguette as well, so then you you tie it, you have tli, you hang the string through the hole, and obviously the kshira, the tying of the tzitzit strings making the knots. So there's a overall question: At what point do we need to have lishma? When when does it have to be processed for mitzvah tzitzis? Meaning, can a person just buy strings? You go to uh, Home Depot, you buy strings, and you put it on a uh, Put, you take twine, you take, even if you had wool strings, you could put it on your tzitzis, bag of tzitzis, does that work? You know, on Amazon, if you look online, you could find uh, strings that look like tzitzis strings, you could find even things that look like tzitzis for a few dollars. So the question is, well, which, which point in the processing needs to have lishma? So before we even get to what exactly, when exactly it needs lishma, it's important to point out that there are two things that we have to consider whenever we we refer to the concept of the Shema. Number one is that there's a discussion in the in the Paiskim. When we say something has to be made Lishma, do we actually have to verbalize and say Lashem uh, Mitzvah Sitzis or Lashem Matzis Mitzvah, as we know from Hilchas Matzah? So there's a there's a Rabbeinu Baruch, Rabbeinu Baruch, one of the Balitaisis, he brings down that he thinks it's a, it's a Machlaikas based on. A similar machlekes in Hilchas Kachim, when someone has a machshava, when you have intent for the wrong, for the wrong carbon or for the wrong day or or time, so there's a concept of that your machshava passes the the carbonas. You're doing it shaloi lishma basically, or have kavana hafucha. So he assumes that you'd have a similar discussion when it comes to any time we need lishma. So therefore, he, there's a machlekes by kachim and other other halachas. So he assumes it will be the same machlekes if I have to verbalize. Let's say we're making tzitzis. Do I have to say harini oisa king l'shem tzitzis, or do or could a person just think, have in mind that I'm I'm doing I'm making this these strings for tzitzis? So you look in shulchan aruch, simon yonalef for sif. The shulchan aruch clearly passed in sheyoyimar. You have to say. Before you make tzitzis, I'm doing this with shame. Tzitzis, look in the Meshavura, 
in Sivkat and Dal, he says, Beferish, you have to say it. Loi b'machshava ba'amba. And he says, even b'diever, he's not convinced you're yotza b'diever. If you just had in mind, you actually have to verbalize it. That's one halacha to keep in mind. That lishma typically means you have to actually verbalize it. By matzah, matzah will be different. You don't need the same lishma, but the minute is to do it by matzah as well. Now, by the way, why do we? Where do we know that there's a concept of lishma when it comes to tzitzis? So in Hilchas Tefillin, we know we know based on the, the pesukim ukshartam uchsaftam. What about tzitzis? So tzitzis it says gedilim tasa lach. So lach the gemara in Sukkot Daftas tells us lach l'shem chayvcha. And, and it has to be done for the obligation. It has to be done lishma based on the pasuk of gedilim tasalach. Another discussion, whenever you discuss lishma, is do, does it have to be made by a human being or even machine made works? There's a concept in halacha when something has to be done lishma. So a nachri or a chayreshayt of are typically not uh, uh, enough. For to produce lishma, so the question is, can a machine, if uh, if a five year old who makes matzah is not good, or a five year old that makes tzitzis wouldn't be good? So can machine uh, be on that? Be, how, do, how do we figure? How do we how do we uh, understand machine made tzitzis, machine made matzah? Now, obviously, there's different types of machine made products. You could have a machine made product from a hundred years ago where there were cranks. And there was a lot of human involvement. That was the original discussion. Then you have modern machine-made products, which you push a button or you just program a computer and you have your products being made through the machine. So there are a few points over here. There's a discussion in Halacha if, if, I, if I, I, I cause something to happen. There's a concept of Kayach Rishon. By me causing something to happen, you... You uh, let out the dam. There's a Gemara Sanhedrin. You let out the dam, and the water comes and kills someone. Is that called my action? So that's one discussion. So most of the place can assume that if it happens right away, or if it's clearly based on your action, so that's called your kayach. That's the Reb Chaim is the truth when he talks about electricity on Shabbos. So that we assume the chumra when it comes to electricity, and probably the cooler when it comes to machine-made products that. Since it's clearly coming from your action by pushing the button, by cranking the machine, so that would be called your action. Additionally, when it comes to lishma, not everyone agrees it has to be your your physical kayach. When it comes to netila sedayim, where there's a concept of hiza hatami alatar, so the pasuk actually says you have to do something. So there, I need kayach gavra actually to physically do something. But who says when it comes to matzah or tzitzis, I actually have to do something? I need a kayach gavra as long as it was done by me, the shema. So even by turning on a machine, let's say it would be a machine that has voice recognition. So still, as long as I did it, perhaps you don't need to have a kayach gavra of you yourself doing it. As the Charlemagne writes in his tshuva when he talks about machine matzah, he says, what, he, 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 he's asking in our Shlomo he says, what, you think it happens by magic? That it just comes? Obviously it was done by someone, and there's definitely human involvement, so it, it would still be considered the Shema. Additionally, when it comes to Chei uh, Rishat the the Gemara uses the term of Koyach Acher Ma'urovbay, or Das Acheres more of by that over there, you have someone else's intention. The Nachri, he's thinking about, 
He wants to make wool strings. He's not thinking about tzitzis. Or the cotton is thinking about something else. But when it comes to the machine, the machine doesn't have a brain on its own. The only das in the machine is based on your input. You you program it. You program it. You set it in motion. You 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 give it a voice command. So therefore, many many parties can felt that the the machine tzitzis and machine matzah for that matter would be fine. It would still be considered lishma, and therefore halacha lemaisa one could definitely be makol. And as we'll see, there's there's always room for chumros, but that would be the classic halacha that machine made tzitzis are fine. Okay, now at what point do we do you need to have? At what point do we need of the of the tzitzis process? Do you need lishma? So the Gemara has a machlekes. Rav and Shmuel. Rav says just when you're toilet, just when you're hanging on to the corner. Shmuel says you need to have from the tviya, from the spinning point and on. You would need to have the shema. Most Shanam learn it means tviya and shazira, spinning and the plying and the doubling the strands, because that's the next step. There's a discussion of what the Rambam exactly holds, but. Look at Shulchan Aruch, Simon Yiralov, Sefalov, Sefbeis. We paskin that the Tviya and the Shazira needs to be Lishma. So all tit, all all tzitzis that is that is run by halachic observant people are going to be produced with Tviya and Shazira Lishma. That the spinning and the doubling the strands have to be Lishma. What about one step before this? The Niputz, the Niputz Lishma, which is cleaning and, and combing. So you'll see that for an extra extra few dollars. When you go to your tzitzah store, you'll see that there's an option of nipos lishma, where the the cleaning has also and, and the combing has been done lishma. So, not to get too bogged down in details, I'll just jump straight to halacha lamaisa. You go to your tzitzah store. So there's typical now people label them differently, but here's the typical labeling, especially if it's if, in, if it's in Hebrew. So if it just says kafel shmaina, kafel shmaina means it has there's eight strings, and they use eight strings to make each strand. Each uh, each string has eight strands. Now, this concept comes from the Beis Hamikdash, the Beit Kahuna. It is not a halachic requirement, but that's what we do. That's the Midigan Klayas, so we do Kafal Shmaina. So if it just says Kafal Shmaina, that means it's regular, machine-made, kosher, white, you know, white wool strings. The next step would be Avoid Yad. Avoid Yad, or it says Tviya Biyad, which would be handmade, so the spinning and the shazira and the plying would be done by hand. The next extra level would be niput lashma, which means for a few more dollars you're going to see that the, the niputs, the the carding or the the combing was done lashma. My assumption is that everyone turns in the machine lashma. The niputs would just be the chumra would be they actually do it by hand, combing by hand. That's what I assume. I tried to see uh, from the Judaica stores if, if it says anything on it. It doesn't doesn't tell me either way. If someone knows more information, please let me know. But my assumption is everyone is doing all the, all the processes through machine by saying Lashem uh, Mitzvah, Mitzvah's uh, Tzitzis. But the Nipo Sashma actually has the hand, but you're doing it by hand, you're combing by hand, that would be the extra humra. So it's interesting, you know, when, when people discuss Hilcha Tzitzis, they say, yeah, it's a few dollars, you could be Makai in the Mitzvah. But once you start adding all the chumras, you know, with, with wool versus cotton, size, avoid uh, the you get handmade, you get niputs, and then we'll talk about thick strings and long strings. And if you even uh, more exciting, you get trellis, you could end up with a $200 pair of, of tzitzis, so it's not exactly so, so cheap. 
But either way, oh, there are many chumras to discuss when it comes to Hilchasitzis. But if a person, even if you get the standard, as we said with the sizes, you get a regular size, you get a standard machine-made tzitzis, it's definitely kosher, and you could make a bracha on that, according to most place